Welcome to Saturday Soup for the Sister Soul. This podcast was created as a space where we could connect. Where we could take some time to soothe, heal, inspire, nurture and elevate ourselves and each other. Thank you for listening and... First of all, I want to acknowledge that I didn't make the podcast last week. I guess in the midst of everything that was occurring in the world, like in the macro, it was a lot. The trial of Derek Chauvin for the murder of George Floyd was in the news every day it was and I don't watch the news so I'm talking really about it coming up on my social media feeds and you know there were still incidences of police brutality and it was a lot And I noticed that my system was alarmed. I I just needed space and rest and to step away from whatever story I sometimes can get myself into about what I have to do and what I've got to do it by. Last week I said, you know what, I don't have to do it. <laughs> I don't have to do it. The sky won't fall in on anybody's head not mine nor anybody else's if I don't make a podcast and then by Tuesday of this week (laughs) it's so funny by Tuesday it already seemed like it was a long week and it was only Tuesday and we were awaiting the outcome and the guilty verdict came and we were pleased that the guilty verdict came but tired, so tired just of these conversations actually just of that this is even still a conversation that this is still occurring so It's important that we feel able to give ourselves a break, that we give ourselves permission to hit a pause, take a rest and to look after ourselves in the best ways that we can, whatever that might look like. In the UK, the lockdown is ending phase by phase and... I've noticed that the more people are out, the more I want to be in. (laughs) Which took me by surprise somewhat because on some level, I acknowledge that the restrictions that people have been living with have been quite detrimental on so many levels, particularly around connection, relationships people need people we need people 
However, I also noticed that I don't need that many people. <laughs> and I was in Birmingham City Centre and there were hundreds of people queuing outside a clothing shop. And part of me felt disappointed that I had hoped that more people would have discovered through the process of lockdown that they didn't need what they thought they needed. They didn't have to engage in the consumerism that they could actually step away from that and discover something else. And um, on that day when there were hundreds and hundreds of people queuing outside the clothing stores, I realised what a lofty idea (laughs) had been floating around in my mind. That somehow something more would have been sparked in the hearts and minds of people. Something more than shopping. (laughs) And then this week, you might have noticed, you probably have seen, how the public responded to the offer of a European Super League with the richest clubs kind of getting involved. And there was such a kickback from that that the whole plan has been scuppered, which is like it's a win for people, maybe, on some level. But again, I was like, where is the pushback against corruption and where is the pushback against cuts to services that mean you know you could wait for a mental health appointment for months that young people's mental health services are overrun and we seem to be more okay with that than we are with the idea of a super league in football and (laughs) I was just looking at this as the weirdness of life (laughs) the weirdness of being in my own thinking and thinking, believing, feeling that my own way of looking at things is the right way of looking at things and of course it's not it's only my way of looking at things and it just became very pronounced the contrast between how some people see the world and so that's something that I noticed And it's kind of played out for me in my experience of anxiety in the last couple of weeks. 
and I noticed that in the middle of a anxious moment the thought that was going through my mind was I can't think I can't think (laughs) and because I was noticing observing the experience it struck me as funny that I was having this thought that I can't think when clearly (laughs) clearly that is a thought and evidence that I clearly could think you might have heard me share this process on the podcast before and it's called SIFT but it's something that I use regularly sifting experience going to the sensations in the body first what are you sensing in the body right now Do you notice in terms of sensations in the body? And then what images or impressions are around? And what's the feeling? Feelings are like one word. Hmm? The feeling is excitement or fear or sadness or joy. And finally, what's the thought? What's the thought story running through your mind? So I'm sharing this again because this is what I had done when I just noticed that energy rising in my body and I was feeling feeling a bit anxious and I just noticed what was happening in my body and the impression that I had and the feeling that I felt and all of that was consistent until I got to the thought. And the thought was, I can't think. (laughs) I can't think, I can't think. And um, perhaps you've also lived with anxiety and... You know, the funny thing about it was that clearly, clearly I am thinking that. What's lovely then is to notice that we're not thinking that thought on purpose. Is that thought is arising and on some level it looks real. We're convinced it's true. Until we have this separation from the thinking and we can see. Ah, I am having the thought that I can't think which is different from, I can't think, I can't think. 
it's a distinction, it's a separation, it's a diffusion, it's a step back. It's a disidentification, if you like, made explicit. And that's why I really, really value the SIFT process, because the grounding of tuning into your body, that's a a tangible thing, the sensations are. Without the evaluation, without making additional meaning, these are the sensations. Fluttering in my belly, the the tingling in my palms, the, the tingling in my face, or what have you. The impression, sometimes the impression is something dreadful is going to happen or, you know, that's often how it feels with anxiety, like something dreadful is about to happen. The feeling, maybe fear, worry. But we can't do, we're not up to the next task. It may also be a thought that's running around in your mind. When you get to that thought, And you recognise it's a thought, it's a creation, it's a occurrence, not a fact. Oh, man, I laughed at myself in my kitchen. That's what happened. <laughs> and it reminded me again that... Oh, I so love this, that we get to be reminded again and again that we are not our thoughts, that we are not our feelings, but we are so much more than that, this interconnected spiritual system. They call it like a bio-psychosocial system. Like we are all of those things, we are expressed through our bodies, through our psychology, through our connections, and underneath all of that is some force, some life force, so if you live with anxiety, or perhaps you experience anxiety often. Maybe another way of phrasing it. Um, maybe try the SIFT process and notice whatever you notice. I really wanted to acknowledge some of the challenges that we've been facing this week. And one of the things that happened for me is that I received some messages from a guy that I, you know, I used to know from a rehab that I worked at. And these messages came without invitation and 
when I blocked them on one space, they came somewhere else, and then they came somewhere else, and then they came somewhere else, so I blocked them on all these spaces. And I noticed how uncomfortable I felt with that. And when I was speaking to my friends about it, you know, they were saying, hmm. It's quite interesting. Women really recognise this experience of uninvited attention, the invasion of space. And the men that I know, they connected with the story on a different level. They were saying, wow, you know, they don't really have to make such adjustments or... You know, they don't tend to think about not going to the gym when it's dark or what have you. So there was something really useful about having tangible conversations about what it feels like to live in a female body, in a brown body in the UK right now with people who don't live in brown bodies, who don't live in female bodies. There was just something really useful about that. And the reason I'm sharing that is because not everything is always rosy. We come up against challenges and what stood out for me at the end of this process is that We are often more supported than we realise. If we will just open our mouths and share. And very often we sit on our experiences for a whole heap of reasons, but very often we don't want to trouble other people or, you know, we are perhaps trying to maintain some sense of I'm okay but I know that it's okay to not be okay to not feel okay because we are always fundamentally okay so the practice of opening up and saying guess what there's been some challenges this week They have caught me off guard. My system has been alarmed and I have had to take some time to recalibrate, to settle, to come back to a sense of safety in my own skin. And to look again at the connecting stories and joining the dots and knowing how to reach out and ask for help and not being afraid of doing that. Connection is the answer when we are shutting down and our systems are shutting down. And today, maybe... You connect with your breath first. 
Maybe you connect with nature, a pet, and then people. Connect with yourself first. If you're feeling shut down or alarmed right now, let yourself know. Let yourself know that it's okay. There's a wonderful uh, therapist called Deb Dana and she talks about making a list of the things that are what we do when we feel good or those things always are associated with our good feeling. So for me, one of my things is seeing my grandson or having a really hot bubble bath or listening to some music and dancing around the house. So these are the things that put me back into that kind of good state. And it's really useful for us to list what some of those things are. Because when we're shut down, we can't find those things. Like we can't think to access those things. So do the planning map it out for yourself when you are clear and then practice sensing where you are in your body so that you can give yourself what you need and that's part of how we nurture and take care of ourselves it's quite astounding to me even today when I think about it that I didn't have a check-in mechanism until I learned to do a body scan and once I'd learned to do the body scan I I so was able to check in so often through the day how am I doing how am I being what do I need self-nurture self-soothe it requires us to tune in tune in to that nervous system tune in to that mechanism that we all have utilizing the awareness that we all have to navigate life also helpful to notice the things that we have a difficult response to, a response that is triggering or, you know, a response that is alarming or distressing in our system to notice what those things are too. And to give ourselves permission to disengage. That's why I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news. It's why I stay away from religious people. (laughs) 
folks who see a devil behind every bush. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Folks who say, and the Lord said. <laughs> I avoid that. I avoid those things. Give myself full permission to do that. We have to do what makes sense for us to do in any given moment. And stop beating ourselves up and stop being so hard on ourselves. And this doesn't mean that we don't have discipline or self-discipline with ourselves and that we don't encourage ourselves. It's not that. It's just the filter isn't critical. The filter isn't self-attack. The filter's self-nature, self-acceptance. More kindness. More kindness for yourself. More kindness with the world. So I'm hoping that next week is a better week. And that by Tuesday, I'm not tired. (laughs) By Tuesday thinking, oh my God. This is life. Some weeks are better than others. Some days are better than some moments are better than others. We don't just have to add extra weight, burden or meaning to our experience. We can just let it be whatever it is. Let it be whatever it was. And know that we made it to today. We made it to Saturday. Enjoy your weekend.